You are inside the Millennial Moment, a weekly half-hour podcast of fun, information, discussion, and inspiration. From news to culture, motivation to awareness, and almost everything in between, we have you covered. So grab your device, tweet, post, snap, and share this moment with social friends. This is the Millennial Millennial Moment. Moment. Good day. Thank you for joining the Millennial Moment podcast. I am Mario, your new best friend, and say hello to your other new best friend, my intrepid co-host, Miss Boogie. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. Hi, Mario. It's good to be here with and everyone listening to our first episode of the Millennial Moment podcast. We hope this start of a beautiful podcast relationship. And how was your week, Mario? Had any good moments? I had good, good moments. Uh, yeah. And some sad ones. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Millennial Moment. Boogie and it's Mario and we're going to be talking about pop culture politics advocacy and anything else that is of interest to the modern millennial so it's glad to have you on our first episode yeah and on our first episode we're going to be talking about what's been happening in the past week um what has been motivating us, what has been distressing us, and what people are talking about on social media. For example... James Johnson. Yep. His murder, which was gruesome and which we still can't figure out and has triggered many persons. Yeah. So we want to have an idea of what it is that we need to do going forward. What do we need to do to prevent this from happening or at least find a way to handle it better i don't know uh well first of all let's just say that james was a good person yeah i mean seeing the outpouring on twitter um from everyone it was really moving mm-hmm. um listening to his last report on nationwide yeah um wow uh i mean on the church compound yeah i i I, that's the thing that a lot of people are shocked about they're shocked about the fact that it was so gruesome but also the fact that there was no respect for this institution which is the church and jamaica being a country where we talk about the church a lot for someone to go on a church compound to kill a pastor is something that shocks you and really it shouldn't shock any of us because we live in a violent country but it shocks a lot of people because we still have this delusional idea in our minds that somehow there are spaces that are safe in this country and really i don't believe that there are any spaces that are safe here yeah <laughs> yeah that's 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 it it's, it's true um and i mentioned on twitter that there you you're not safe in your home you're not safe in your church you're not safe at your school you're not safe when you go to you know in a taxi you're not safe when you go to even the anywhere school. you're not safe anywhere yeah. and it's true um i think kamina johnson smith in the senate said 
there are no more rules among gunmen. No, no, there I are mean, no limits. <laughs> there was a time when women, children, the elderly, mm-hmm. the church was yep. everything yep. that was um sacred amongst <laughs> gunmen, I think, just went out the window. Um, yeah. It's a new generation. Uh of blood loss i don't know i yeah i think so too i think it has a lot to do with the fact that we as a society we don't respect these institutions anymore we have to be realistic about that we i want to say we i mean in general (laughs) sense i don't mean you and me you know we may respect these institutions but the truth is that Jamaica really isn't as religious as we all want to believe. I mean, do we really live that lifestyle on a day-to-day basis as Jamaicans? Do we really have a religious lifestyle? I don't believe so. I don't think so. I don't see it. I think it's systematic. Um, It's ingrained in our culture. I don't want to say that we may not be religious. Um, Spiritual, maybe. Yes, I'll agree with that. <laughs> I think we're spiritual. Yeah, spiritual. Yeah, but not really religious. I don't think we're a really deeply religious people. I mean, we show up on a Saturday or we show up on a Sunday. But aside from that, I don't think day-to-day Jamaicans are deeply religious people. Maybe at one time we were. And so that's why you have this degradation of the respect of the church, where anything can happen in the church. You can rob the church. Several churches have been vandalized in the past. And so should we really be surprised that somebody would go on a church compound to murder someone? Probably not, but it's still shocking. And I didn't know him personally. I never had any interaction with him on Twitter, Mm -hmm. but certainly seeing the outpouring of grief and I can see that it's genuine and I can see that he was really loved and well liked and respected. You think to yourself, how could this happen? Why, why would somebody want to kill him? And as I said, I mean, I think it's either yeah. a case of mistaken identity or someone put it put 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 a contract. I don't know, but and we know that there is no motive at this time. The police are working on it, right? Um, but he was targeted. Yeah, it definitely looked like he was targeted. He was walking into the church. His yeah. back turned. Seven shots. Seven shots. That, that's the thing that really scares me because when you think about it, I don't think you need that many bullets to kill a human being. And I just, you know what? The main thing to me about all of this with, with that is what was going through his mind when that was happening to him. Can you imagine how scared he was? Can you imagine him thinking about his parents, his mm-hmm. siblings, his friends, and what's gonna, what they're going to feel? I inside i cry for him because i can only imagine what those last moments of his were like and i don't think any human being deserves to go out like that and we don't know if it was the first or the last bullet that killed him so well he could have been there um we don't know the spaces between the shots um yeah and to me it doesn't even really matter it's just the fact that you see the suffering of you know the people who are left behind he's not here to suffer anymore thank god yeah um but he should be he was the only child for his mom 
he, I think he was the only son for his mom. I think he has oh. some siblings, okay. but I think he was the only son for his mother. But, you know, thinking about his parents and thinking about his siblings and thinking about his friends and what they're going through. This mm. is what I come back to when I tell people, listen, if somebody, if, if young people want to leave this country, I don't blame them. And if people want to stay here and fight and build, I don't blame them either. But if people want to leave Jamaica, I completely understand. I completely understand. And because to... one of his very good friends went on Instagram mm -hmm. and said she hates Jamaica yesterday and today. And I totally understood how she was feeling. Because how can you love a country where you work hard, you pay your taxes, you do what you're supposed to do, and... This is, oh. this is, this is, this is what you get. This is what you get. And the thing is, I think we're losing the humanity. Yeah. Because people are saying that he had to do something to deserve that. No. And there's no way that this, you can deserve being killed or murdered, especially yeah. like how he was. No. I mean, I think it's easy for people to think that way because people automatically, their minds go to, you must have done something to someone and they were so angry that they felt that the only way to resolve it was through violence. But the truth is, in Jamaica at this point, you really don't have to do anything wrong. You know, you don't have to do anything wrong. Somebody step could see you. Still. Yeah, you step on a man too, and he, he wants yeah. to stab you up. I mean, a man see you adding on to your house, and he can't afford to add to his house and feel away, and then he's going to get bad angry. Mind. Bad mind. Straight bad mind. You know, somebody see you with a new car. They don't know what you were doing to earn the right to have that car, and they feel like you shouldn't have it. And in this country... We have, and I'm going to say we as a country, collectively, mm -hmm. we are extremely materialistic. We don't want to work for a long time. We just want to have a good time. And so many young people feel like they should have the big house and the big car in five years or 10 years. And they have people telling them, yes, you can do it. You can do it. And yeah, it's possible that you can have that in five or 10 years, but everybody's not going to be able to do that. And you shouldn't look at people who have it in five years and 10 years and feel like Definitely. I'll do anything to get mm -hmm. it. You know, so I think that a lot of the materialism in this country, um, drives a lot of the crime because people don't want to work hard for what they want. <laughs> they just want the flesh right now. The glory. They want the glory right now. And it, it drives a lot of the greed and a lot of the bad mind and the red eye. And, and I'm all of that. going to say that it's very prominent among young youth leaders that they don't want to build anything. They want their names out there. And um thinking about how good of a person James was. Yeah. That I don't know, but probably his light shined too bright. Um, I don't <laughs> and, know. you I don't know, know. I think... the evil, the shadows just wanted to take away from the community, from Jamaica. I believe that there are just people out there to sabotage yeah, Nation. good people. Yeah. yeah. And they don't want to see anybody who could possibly influence someone to do good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone is doing good, I mean, you're not going to be able to bring them over to the data. I do. I don't know what the solution is. If I knew, I would tell the whole world, <laughs> but I don't know. 
Um, I just know that a lot of people are grieving and I hope it's not just a nine day talk and people forget about it and then we all just move on. I hope that the I hope this crime um, is solved and I hope that it is one of those things in our culture that kind of pushes us forward to see how we can make Jamaica better. Very possibly. Um the biggest change that can happen is having more quote-unquote wealthy uptown people who think they are safe people who probably live in the safe areas people who normally don't suffer from violence and crime in their area or in their circle speak out do something because lots of us are able to leave a lot of us live behind grills and we say we'll go work um we're just going to lock ourselves in because we're coming to probably a little more safer than some inner city or yeah so us those people who live in that relative safety yeah need to start doing more right because people who are oppressed normally can't free themselves. Yeah. They feel that they're in depression. Yeah. And we have to find a way for more people to be able to speak out. It's a matter of building building Jamaica through unity. Yeah. Because the 98% mm-hmm. live depressed. Yeah. The 2% Seems safe. <laughs> right. To be quite honest with you, and- though, I don't I, there are lots of uptown people who speak out against crime and violence but i feel like but doesn't having them do more but what in else could they do of reaching into communities i mean just as how people get wealthy um they probably get a good job they immediately run to the hills. I mean, literally. literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> run to, to the, hills. the hills. And um, so we leave depressed people, people who are less fortunate in one area. And we run away from and that. And we run away. How do we? I don't want to say... Can I be honest? Redistribute wealth. I, I mean... Redistribution of wealth is one thing, but I can say this much, that we need to be careful in this country where we've had a history of uh, um, handouts, and mm-hmm. we need yeah. to focus on hand-ups. 
Yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. Um, hand up. It's not yeah. enough for somebody who's rich to go into depressed neighborhoods and say, "Okay, I'm giving you uh, money, and I'm gonna um help you build up that house, and I'm gonna you know give you this and give you that." It's more about changing the mindset of the country where we want a lot in a very short time and listen when you have conversations with a lot of people in the street you get to understand how they think and a lot of people don't want a hand up they want a handout they want people to take care of them culture right yeah and the politics comes into that but it's even deeper than politics at this Mm -hmm. point you know you meet people and they just Many people in Jamaica are hardworking people who just want an opportunity. That's all they want. And those persons deserve to have an opportunity. And I just want Jamaica to be at a point where I don't even like to compare us to Singapore at this point, because I think, you know, we're just two different cultures, two different countries. But I just want us to get to that point where this country can be um, better where mm-hmm. we can look out for one another, where we can care about each other, where we can care about this country. Um, a lot of people do. A lot of people are fighting to make this country better. But the culture itself has to change. We have to be one where we put honesty on a pedestal, where we put nurturing our youth and where we put A lot of respect. people would say we, we've been there. Yeah. yeah. And we need to we need to show just common respect for one another. Simple common respect and decency and courtesy for one another as human beings in this country. And that's lacking in a big, big, big way. It's lacking. And you speak on the culture. Um I tend to not like hearing older people say this generation. Yeah. Generation of vipers, generation of Satan, what, whatever. It came from somewhere. Yeah. It must have come from my father's father. It over time it just degraded. Yeah. And yeah. um and it's not one generation that's responsible right, for where Jamaica right. is. It's not one generation. I mean, if we, if you talk to your elders and if they're honest, they'll tell you about things that have happened in the past that have set the groundwork for where we are as a people and most of them now. Not being honest. Mm-hmm. And 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 listen, as millennials, you know, I'm at like the beginning of the millennial group, and you're like at the end of the millennial group. I'm gonna tell you straight up, like. The generations before that complain about the millennials, they raised us. So I mean, like, how are you going to complain about us? You raised us. You raised us. You taught us in schools. You saw us on the streets as little kids. You, you know, you were there with us as adults in church. You, you raised us. You raised us. So I don't think. So how did we become the problem? Yeah, we could. We cannot be the problem. I think you know. From the very beginning, Jamaica has been a country that has been founded in blood. And mm-hmm. we need to be real about mm-hmm. that. The, you know, people say, oh, back in the old days, you mean the old <laughs> days of colonialism and racial discrimination in this country? Yes. Yeah. Back in the old days, you mean in the old days of slavery? 
Oh, we, back in the old days. You mean back in the old days when Europeans came here and massacred the native peoples? Abuse, rape, everything. Killed, decimated them. So Jamaica is a country that is founded in blood. Unfortunately, that is our history. It has been a history of us fighting for equality. It has been uh, a history of us fighting for um just being seen as human beings it's been a history of us fighting to survive just simple survival and we are still fighting for survival we're still yes you may have those who are doing very well who are professionals who are earning good money who are very comfortable mm -hmm. the majority of jamaicans do not feel this way now they may get better things may be getting better with more job opportunities i have my <laughs> thoughts on that i don't want anybody to say i'm a hater you know everybody's talking about call centers and i have and i'm grateful i want to big up call center people right now i listen <laughs> big up to all the, <laughs> listen listen hello up, people with masters up. are in call centers yeah that's <laughs> so yeah big up call center people. Uh, no big up call centers <laughs> big up call centers and you know because they do provide right they do provide right? employment and let me tell you back in the day you know when i was just leaving you you just left you and you sat down now you have opportunities to go work in a call center and it mm -hmm. may not be much so that's where i'm just like uh, i like call centers and i like what they provide mm -hmm. but let's be real do you want to be in a call center with a master's degree or no. even a, a bachelor's no, no you don't no you don't and some people have been there a while because they just can't can't get, find, can't find jobs out, right? so you know unemployment may be going down but you have to also look at underemployment i'm not an economist so i'm not going to speak on the long-term effects of all this but i i am grateful but it does for something. contribute to crime yes it does um i don't i just don't know i don't know how i really feel about it but i i personally i am conflicted because i do I am grateful that they are providing employment for so many people who would otherwise be sitting down. And that's where I'll end it at that. At least something is better than nothing. You know, it may not be the ideal for everyone, but something is better than nothing. So I'll go with that. Let's put it that way. I'll go with that. So big up call center. Big up call centers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah, a lot of people who probably leave school with one, two CXCs. Yeah. They do find themselves in cost centers making money. Yes. And that's much better than not having anywhere, any money. Yeah. Um, well. And it's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone, isn't it? Think I'm about it. I'm going to be serious and say that many people think that's where it ends. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that is a livelihood to be in call centers. And you know what? You can step up in a call center. I've been yeah, told probably. that you yeah. can become a supervisor yeah. or a manager at some point. I just, um, I would just say, listen, you got to get in where you can fit in. Round <laughs> <laughs> hole, round pegs. Yeah, you got to get in where you can fit in. And um, if at any time you 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 need a job and this is what is available it's better than sitting at home listen humility is so important in all i think we've of lost life. that yeah <laughs>
Is that a cat? So yes. Some jumping all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm sorry, listeners. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's a rough podcast. It's a rough. We got call center cats. <laughs> 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 you know what? It's so good to go from something that was so serious to something that's so lighthearted. And we can move on now from call centers and we can move on to our next topic. Okay, on the 21st of September, we celebrated International Day of Peace. And this is a very good segue because I didn't even know we had an International Day of Peace. What? I had no idea. No, 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 no. I had no idea. I swear. International Day of Peace when we all wear that blue ribbon. Oh, yeah. I remember being in school. <laughs> so, oh, what my... you were talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't I know. I did not what pay attention. Yeah, I remember about. when they used to have this little parrot. Uh, thing. Yeah. Didn't they used to have this little parrot mascot that they would go around and say? That's he... pals. Peace and love in school. Yeah. And when pals pals came around, you know you're not supposed to fight. Right. Yeah. But you fight the next day. It's a peace day. Yeah, but you you fight the next day. Well, um, yeah, basically. uh, Yeah, but you just don't fight that one day. That's not true. People fight on a day. Well, that's true. Um, But, you know, some people are just contrarians. It's the culture. Um. And we're, I think we're just a... segue because we're still talking about it. Uh, I think we haven't done a good, um, a good job of psychoanalyzing our people. I think we haven't discovered what makes us fight, what makes us kill, what I've makes had... us harm other Jamaicans. I mean, listen, first of all, human beings are not known for being especially docile creatures. That's the first thing. People everywhere fight. No, People but they ev- said Jamaicans. Aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember being on campus at UE a couple years ago. Well, more than a couple years ago, to be honest. <laughs> wow. Oh, it was a, it's, it's, it's been a while. And I remember... Um, there were some Trinidadians there, mm-hmm. and they said to me, you know, why are you guys so aggressive? And I said, what do you mean by we're aggressive? And they were like, we went to the supermarket, and we saw these two girls, and they were, you know, carrying Having on. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I've never really thought about it, but Jamaicans are kind of, we kind of have a hair trigger. And we can be extremely aggressive. What does that? What what in us? What are we drinking? What are we eating? I've always had a theory about us and aggressiveness. And I've always had this theory that sometimes what enables you to survive for a long time does not serve you when you no longer need it. And I think aggressiveness in our people as a culture was good when we were slaves. Mm. Okay. You're mm. fighting for the right to live. You're fighting for the right to be a human being and choose your own destiny. Freedom. And freedom. Mm-hmm. And I also have a theory that because we tend to be as the black side of the population, the mm. black segment of the population, because we mostly come from at best three ethnic groups 
mainly the Akan people of Ghana who mm -hmm. are a warlike, more of a warlike kind of people. It's in our blood. It's in our blood. It's in our blood. And when you think about when you think about the Maroons, when you think about Nani. Well, yeah. And you think about mm -hmm. the kind of people they were. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, is it really a surprise? No, I guess not. Um but well, it no longer serves us. That's what I'm saying. Is that at one point it served us to be mm -hmm. that aggressive. It doesn't serve us anymore. Should we be channeling that into something more productive? Or, um, Absolutely. I mean, <coughs> when it comes to governance and participation, we seem to be a lot more docile than... No, um, other democracies i mean are we though well black couple road um in you know, some communities some country areas um yeah but i but would i would i would a couple tweets on twitter um, um <laughs> i would suggest though <coughs> excuse me that it's a particular segment and not jamaicans as a whole like mm. my peers are not the type to block road. I don't think the average Jamaican block road. I think it's a. Uh, <laughs> let's. I'm not trying to be like, and I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm so above. But I'm just keeping it real. Like I, I'm not from. Yes, the, I peace. <laughs> I'm just saying that the kind of people that I'm from and mm -hmm. the kind of people that I no, socialize with. That. Um, the kind of people I socialize with and live around are mm -hmm. not the block the road type, mm -hmm. you know. So I think it's. Well, I mean, not necessarily block road, but I mean, put on shoes, your sneakers, and march. Yeah, march. Uh, no, not pulling up that I'm not doing that. I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. I'm not right. doing that. Maybe I'm too prideful to do mm -hmm. that, but I would rather take the route of find the person who is responsible yeah. mm -hmm. and write a letter mm -hmm. and make some phone calls. But even and... that, we're not known for that as a people. No, we're not known for that because that's not what shows up on TV, on the nightly news. Oh, the Black Road. Was yeah. The Black Road guess, crew, the yeah. Black Road type <laughs> of, of protest is what shows up. So that's, that's what true. we see. Yeah, I mean, I the so. other type mm -hmm. of protest doesn't show up that much, but it's done. Mm -hmm. It's it's mm -hmm. done by persons in some areas of Jamaica. Um, yeah, in mm -hmm. some areas of Jamaica. So and certain people. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I, I'm not, I'm not sure that's really a full scale Jamaican <laughs> thing. I would it's say it's it's a subculture of of our political landscape because sometimes these things are political sometimes these things are political so I, I would say it's part of the political landscape it's not necessarily it's a subculture of, of Jamaica I wouldn't say it's a mama you want to mash up at the table why are you eating everything inside oh, I'm sorry table sorry. <laughs> see I, I'm aggressive hitting the table why am I hitting the table I have no idea why, why? because you have no peace and love in schools probably <laughs> you did not remember that we have peace there i mean yeah but but yes. but you know what <laughs> and i don't want to go back to like this can be like a depressing story 
But going to talk about James Johnson, mm-hmm. <laughs> how ironic is it that he should lose his life in the same week as International Peace Day? Mm-hmm. Think about that. Uh, and where do we go from here i mean it's all good and it's all Mm -hmm. well and good to have these platitudes about oh he's in a better place Mm -hmm. and i don't Mm -hmm. know him personally so Mm -hmm. i actually hesitate to speak Mm -hmm. on him that much Mm -hmm. because i just feel like that's not my place to speak on him that Mm -hmm. much I just would say as a human being and as a citizen of this country, it's just another reminder that we're not safe anywhere in this country. And for nothing, absolutely no reason, no good reason, people will try to kill you. Isn't that, doesn't that scare you? How can you think about it? Think I about somebody like leaving my home really. I don't. But you're not safe there. That's <laughs> like, the thing. We delude ourselves into believing like, that we're safe yeah, if we. Oh we God. delude ourselves mm-hmm. into believing we are safe if we don't take the bus, we don't take the taxi. See, we go and buy a car. I've. Do you know how many people on Twitter have said, "Well, I need." That's why I bought a car because no, I am not gonna take taxi and ta- and and I'm not gonna take the bus because it's so dangerous. Hello, carjackings. Do you know how many people have gone missing driving their own vehicle? so you're Mm. not safe because you bought a car now you've made yourself a new kind of target i guess we're starting so you're not safe anywhere and 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 i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to be paranoid but to be honest i think a little paranoia is not bad (laughs) um we've become numb we've become very numb we've become desensitized Mm-hmm. And in order to survive and thrive, we put it to the backs of our minds unless it's somebody that we know of. Like this shook people and, because they knew him. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was in their space. And they can't state. and they can't look away. And right. they can't just put it to the back of their minds or fold it's the paper. It's not just a statistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not just a statistic. Boy, I don't know. But it kind of it Do kind you of made think me uneasy. We're going the right direction with the Zoso zones of special. Can operation. I tell you? I don't know if it's actually mm-hmm. working, but I do feel better. Mm-hmm. I do. I do feel better. I don't know if it's actually working, but I don't hear like a lot of things going on. You know like i did before so mm-hmm. maybe it's working the people on the ground the people who live in the areas would have to speak to that i don't live in those areas where the zoso is being held um but, a lot of people say they feel safer go, with more police around and more soldiers so. um and i can totally understand that because criminals are not necessarily going to come around brandishing guns and robbing you when there are a ton of soldiers around they're not going to do that but is it sustainable for you to have large groups of police and soldiers 24 7 mm-hmm. in specific areas for two years um <laughs> probably yeah is it sustainable and is it getting to the root cause of crime mm-hmm. i don't know i don't even mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. to be honest i don't even i don't even i don't i it's i don't think it is the way to solve the root cause of it crime. probably 
isn't the but if answer, it makes, but it probably is a means to the end. Uh, I think that we need to get a hold on crime. And if this is what the government feels will help, then let's give them a chance to do that. But at the same time, knowing that this is not something that is going to be able to go on forever. So we just need to be aware of that mm -hmm. and support in any way that we can as citizens by not being criminals. How about that? <laughs> what? <laughs> how, how about that? How about that? Citizens? I thought about robbing the bank once. But, <laughs> but, let's, not, but let's not do that. <laughs> let's not let's not be criminals, Jamaicans. Let's just not be criminals. Peace, and this peace. And and crime is not just violent crime. Let's mm -hmm. let's yeah. be very clear. Yeah, because a lot of violent right, crime yeah. that mm -hmm. come right. the root of it is not yeah. violent, mm -hmm. you know. Um and so there's there are different levels to this. And so as Jamaicans, we just need to do what is best for our country. If we work for the government, let's not be corrupt. How about that? Oh, uh if we can were we not go there, yeah, no, yeah, I'm not going deep that's, into that's, it. That's a whole different episode. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going all the way into that, but I'm just saying on different yeah, levels I, we I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. On different levels, we can help this country to be a good country, and in every sphere. If you work for the government, don't be corrupt. If you work for the private sector, be an honest person, you know, and not steal from your employer. Um, and 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 just just. In little ways, be the best human possible. Be the best human you can possibly be. Like, don't set out to hurt people. Don't set um, out to show that you're big and bad at all times. Sometimes, to be honest, sometimes, listen, sometimes yeah, it's okay to just let somebody yeah, mash your con and mm -hmm. just keep moving. But everybody wants to be the bad man, everybody wants to be done. Everybody wants to one up one another, mm -hmm. and and you can't have a peaceful country if everybody is trying to show that they can be rough and tough. Sometimes it's sometimes it's okay to just let mm -hmm. things go mm -hmm. and let people go and let people just you know. It's a matter of power. Yeah, it's just human beings. Just human beings being human beings wanting to one up one another <laughs> um personally just my personality is just like i just <sighs> <laughs> i ask myself sometimes uh -huh. like is it worth it to me and if it's not worth it to me just let it go personally let it go let it go yeah <laughs> so we've talked we've talked about crime in jamaica we've talked about how unsafe we feel. We've talked about International Peace Day and the fact that it obviously doesn't really mean that much uh, here, but you it know. It does. Um, <laughs> let's just say that we need more peace building efforts. I mean, August Sun was a good example. Um, oh. Remember, they had a whole what, year yeah. without murder. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. You didn't hear? Yeah, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> yeah, August like had a complete year without murder. Um, the Peace oh. Management Initiative was in there doing work, and that's good. Yeah, that's so good. it's it still has value to say that we need peace, 
it might sound like a platitude, but we do need peace. Yeah, we do. We, we definitely need. Builders. We do mm. need that, and um, I hope that each and every one of us, in our own small way, will contribute to that. You know, um, some people don't want peace. They just don't want that. They don't see the value in it. But for those of us who do and who want to be able to raise children and live a decent life in this country, we just need to do what we can. Um, Unfortunately, some of us may fall prey to it, to the violence, Mm -hmm. but um, that doesn't mean that any of us needs to stop. The rest of us just need to keep going and do the best that we can in small and big ways as much as we can just to make the world a better place for other people. And let's make the world a better place by not destroying the ozone layer, which was 16th of September, International Day for the Preservation of the Ozone Layer. Can I tell you, um, this is going to sound depressing, and I hate (laughs) hate being the negative person, but I feel... Toxic, 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 toxic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be very <laughs> honest with you. I just feel like human beings are like on a mission to destroy this planet of ours. Mm. And regardless of all the platitudes and regardless of all the speeches and all the initiatives, we are on our way to destroy this planet and we're on our way to create another extinction event where we all get wiped out. (laughs) (laughs) We'll all get wiped out like the dinosaurs. No. (laughs) And listen, Uh, and when it happens, and when it happens, and when it happens in a couple hundred years. That's that's awful. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's real. It's real. Yeah, it's true. There's like... I mean, seriously, think about it. We're heading that way. Are any of us willing to give up our computers that use a lot of the very... Electricity, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we any of us willing to give up our cell phones? Are any of us willing to give up our cars? Emphasis on cars and other vehicles. <laughs> are any of us willing to do any of these things required to take us back maybe 50, 100 years back in time before all of this technology <laughs> that enables us to get around really fast and do all this cool stuff? No. So what does it really mean? I mean, I mm-hmm. personally want to see the earth survive for our children, our children's children, their children and the grandchildren and their children too. But we would need to sacrifice some things. And I'm not seeing where no we... planet B. Yeah, I don't see where we're planning to sacrifice what we need to sacrifice to slow down what's happening you to talk the ozone. About, um, sacrificing cars. I think um, the mayor of Kingston had proposed no car day. What do you think about that? Again, <laughs> again, I think it's a great platitude. But one <laughs> one day without a car, no, mm-hmm. we need like ten years without cars. To be fair, Jamaica doesn't contribute that much to the the depletion of the ozone yeah because Um, our population is not that big but we so the big guys gotta do something yeah but i mean 
my thing is as a as a, as a world as mm-hmm. a planet as, as, a, as planet, a species yeah. we mm-hmm. are point blank period the worst <laughs> the worst 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 living organism for this planet and we are not willing as human beings to do what is required and you have countries that are not even leaders of countries that are flat out denying global warming we're talking donald trump people i I don't know how many leaders and he's not the only one i think it's probably two three yeah to be serious Uh, uh, to me when you have countries that are some of the biggest contributors to global warming you have leaders who have the ability to put policies in place Mm -hmm. to ensure that we kind of slow down the damage that we're doing and they're saying that there's no such thing as global warming they are refuting scientists then where are we heading where are we heading and again it comes back to us pulling out of the paris agreement well there you go (laughs) well there you go i mean wow (laughs) um yeah wow and and listen um when the americans go to the polls Mm -hmm. they can change the leaders but again it comes back to are you willing to sacrifice to slow down the changes that are inevitable at this point anyway because the changes are inevitable at this sacrificing your scandal bag okay um i'm glad to sacrifice i'm glad to sacrifice i mean if we really ban plastic bags Mm -hmm. you know as i said on twitter you will never again see a stray plastic bag floating floating through the wind you know you'll never have those days back but i'm willing to make that sacrifice after it floats it ends up in the sea yeah Mm -hmm. where it chokes fish and other Mm -hmm. wildlife in the sea so you know to, to pull off not having scandals not having styrofoam i mean and scandal bags right um <laughs> yes it will open up opportunities for them to switch to another kind of more biodegradable material mm-hmm. and it is absolutely possible i will also say for the sake of full transparency that i am a shareholder mm-hmm. in uh a company that makes a lot of <laughs> plastic <laughs> and styrofoam <laughs> mm-hmm. and so i want to be transparent about that but i am in complete 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 support of any company that wants to provide alternatives I mean, island to grill plastic. has been doing island grill for has, a long time and kudos to island grill for that kudos to island grill for that paper I, boxes yeah kudos to them for that and we are all using it and we're fine we are surviving (laughs) so it is indeed possible and we just need to give companies time to change how they make what they make and it's in stages so it's 2019 2020 i will say kudos to the government for what they for the initiative they've done Mm -hmm. to make our environment healthier kudos to them because this is something that's not just about us it's about the generations that are coming mm-hmm. up behind us they always say you plant a tree so that the next generation can sit under it all right what about us the public being ready what about the jamaicans in depressed areas who are used to their scandal bag 
in cargo shop. Yeah, well, they'll get used to something else. Human beings are adaptable. Mm-hmm. Trust me. We are extremely adaptable. And if there's nobody making it, nobody <laughs> importing it, right, they will right, find right. something else to use. People, get your cloth bags ready. Your yeah. bags. Yeah. They'll find something else to use. And you already have bags like that being sold anyway. I mean, but, um, lots of uh, places now don't use scandal bags you have to have carry your own bag in to supermarkets no um yeah so i think it's completely doable and i think that any company that is now making plastics and styrofoam Mm -hmm. um they should think strongly about going in that direction as a as part of your corporate responsibility and also yeah what about companies that deal solely in plastic manufacture they like, can they can change let me like, tell you something mm-hmm. the only way to survive is to be able to adapt and that goes for people and that mm-hmm. goes for businesses yeah, yeah, yeah. so many businesses started out doing one thing and you'd be shocked what they were st- that what they started out doing it's not what they do today so of true, course, true. It's, it's absolutely um true, true. it's gonna be some growing pains some people might get laid off. Um, they might expand in a different way, but these 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 companies can survive and will survive. They're being run by really smart people Amen. who and and this is not a sudden thing. This has been a discussion in the for planning you. for a year. Exactly, this has been a discussion for a very long time. So it has been. Uh, it's not a surprise, and it's not something I think that. Um, these companies would not have planned for they would have planned for it Allen grill implemented what they implemented because they saw the signs and because they take their corporate responsibility to the to the country very seriously and i say kudos to them and this is why even though sometimes i can't afford a satisfaction i still do support Okay, so we're not getting sued for that one. No. <laughs> let's, 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 yeah. So kudos to you, Island Grill, for doing um, what is right and being on the right side of history. And we want to give other companies a chance to I be on the right bottles, side. Though. I didn't hear about bottles being... Um, you can make bottled water without make, using plastic. I didn't or know that, but, but you can. recycle yeah. bottles, yeah. Recycle yeah, it's... Yeah, absolutely. You can make bottled water without using plastic. So or or boxed water. Hello, what boxed water? Oh, okay. Will Smith's son, Jaden Smith, boxed, has a company okay. in the United States water. that makes that. boxed water. Yeah. So, but what about us using paper and the trees? Though trees are renewable. If we don't recycle, um, but I mean. Come on, Listen. Yamata trees and the time it takes to grow back and all Yeah, that. that's true. But the but the reality is that for every tree that's cut, you plant a new tree and you keep mm-hmm. doing that and you will always have trees to make paper. And paper is biodegradable. So are we cutting down so I would rather for trees? Like, I mean, we're already doing that. <laughs> it's not like people don't use paper. We use paper. I so. know. But so for me, it's important to recycle then. So listen, you have, we can reuse those recycled papers. 
Um, yeah, of, yeah. Mm. It depends on how it needs to be processed. But mm. my thing yes. is, yes. you're never gonna find a perfect scenario. Nah, you're just never not. going to. But I would rather use the trees than plastic. Because plastic, yeah. mm-hmm. I think they said it takes however many hundreds of years for mm-hmm. that to break down. And in the meantime, it's choking um, animals in the sea. And, you know, it's, it's, it's deeply unfair. And it's even worse for when us you to burn do that. And destroy those over there. <laughs> right? So, right? So, my thing is if you have a choice between plastic and using paper, it's paper all the way, baby. Mm-hmm. It's paper all mm-hmm. the way because you can plant more trees. But what we need to do is we need to we need to get away from the plastic as much as possible. And I've heard the cries of those who say, well, the disabled oftentimes can't use the paper straws because they're too straight and they don't bend. Well, there are metal reusable straws that are made to bend. Right, right, right. That are made to bend. And you can use them and you can buy them on Amazon. And I think, and and this is a shout out to anyone who wants to uh, bring them down, who wants to ship them down to Jamaica and sell them. This is your opportunity, baby. (laughs) This is your opportunity now. (laughs) Buy them in bulk, ship them to Jamaica and sell those bad boys. Stainless steel or silicone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Customizable even. Yeah. So so right. if you need a bendable right, right, straw, right, you right. can you have options. You know, people just try to be so contrarian and so difficult. Oh, the disabled people yeah. need the plastic. No, they don't. They don't need the plastic straws. You can use the metal straws. You can use and the metal straws can be um they can be um made clean what's that word sanitized Sanitized, you can sanitize the metal ones maybe you can sanitize the the silicone ones Mm -hmm. as well but you can sanitize the metal straws that bend so let's bring more solutions and let's start innovate people innovate entrepreneurs do your stuff yeah and if it's a case where the hospitals definitely want to have something that is um but people can still Disposable. apply for exemptions anyway. So. Yeah, but again, like I said, I, I well, I don't work in the medical field, so let mm-hmm. me not say that there's absolutely no reason for them to have plastic straws. But if it's about it being able to bend, there are bend, they're bent mm-hmm. metal stainless steel straws. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> and for the rest of and for the rest of you who are not disabled. Use the damn paper straw and stop complaining. There are bamboo straws also. So. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. So there are options. There are options. Anyway, how long is this podcast supposed to be? <laughs> We've been talking almost for an hour. Yeah. So, <sighs> episode That's one. Not, it was a lot. Good. It was a lot. We unloaded, folks. We unloaded. Well, looking forward to episode two. And in episode two, I think we're going to tighten up a little bit more. We're going to stick to time limits for our Stick to the plan. Yes, stick to the plan. Stick to the point. Good for episode one. Yeah. Like... The rambling, we'll call this the rambling episode. We just rambled. just went on and on and on and Boogie went on and on. Yeah. <laughs> Not so well. much. <laughs> so that's episode one. Episode one.
thanks for listening and we hope you stick and stay and subscribe and listen and share and tweet and like and everything and give us your opinions comments are welcome and if you're listening on anchor you can send us a voice message and And ask us questions yeah and we can reply Mm -hmm. yep so So, bye